So this is Bennett's episode mm. that he uh, won on the huge hangout auction. Bennett who? <laughs> and, and so, Bennett, how, how do you want to do this? So I was thinking I had a, a bit of buyer's remorse because I was like, well, who did I beat out? What did they you know, have to plug? Because I was like, I don't have anything to plug. Oh, God. Um, so I wanted to, I wanted to uh, sort of take time to reflect on what improv has brought to the rest of our lives because I think so much is focused, so much of conversations about improv are like, well, what do you want to get out of this? Sure. And not enough reflection on what has already been harvested yeah, uh, from yeah. from the experience of improv mm. and like all the all the lessons therein. Because it's been very helpful for me in a lot of different aspects. Okay. Yeah. I, I still don't think I understood the <laughs> it was a question. Why did he? <laughs> oh, what's the point of all this? Well, be, because like a, as as the winner, uh, he really gets to decide how the episode goes, and you know what, why we're all here, and what the direction and purpose is. So, uh, which one of us is going to be the funniest in this episode? You get to decide that. Yeah, yeah. I think John is winning so far. <laughs> yeah. with no, the we, amount of singing that he's doing. That's right, man. Yeah. I can turn it up. So I think Jim he's Carrey. got. Stuff to Jim I got some Jim okay. Carrey material. It's nice. all face. It's Contortions. all physical sex. <laughs> uh, can, can you do uh, like fire? What, fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let me tell you something. Yes. There it is. Nailed it. No, yeah. Ten out of ten. Oh man. All right. That's another two points. Thank John's you. John's ahead oh. about four. Oh, four the, points ahead oh, of last week. Oh my god. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're winning the podcast. Today we are here with uh, Bennett uh, Christensen and uh, and Denzel Bielan. Yeah, that's my last name. John Gebertatios. That is my last name. Uh, Philip Simondet. You're nailing it. Who's always with me. Uh, and I'm Matt McLeod, uh, the host of Next At Bat. Uh, today's a very special episode because uh, Bennett Christensen uh, donated money to a uh, huge theater uh, as a part of the huge hangout auction that goes on uh, mostly yearly, sometimes year and a halfly, uh, and, and won an, an episode on uh, Next At Bat. And so uh, he chose to bring us all together. And uh, Bennett, why us? Why uh, You should have never brought me. <laughs> John. And, oh. Um, it was, I mean, I, I know, know you guys pretty well and, we're black. uh, yeah, what? started to even some things out. You know, Ooh. we got some white dudes here. Yeah. Ooh. the ratio out of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Philip and I are really white. Yeah. 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 We got, but that's we okay. Got, we got that covered. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I know you guys, I know you guys <laughs> really put me on the spot. Uh, I, I, Good. Again, a bit of buyer's remorse because I, I was like, well, oh, there's so many things implied about who I who I invite onto this podcast. And I just wanted to have because it was it was about like, what have you gotten out of improv? I didn't yeah. want a bunch of people who all have like, the same him? background. Why'd you pick? Him? Oh. Why'd you pick? Uh, why'd you pick? Him? I thought he'd be funnier. I thought I'd give him more points. Oh. Oh. Well, also, you were almost in 
Sultans of Silly. Which that's is, that's what I'm getting at. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's, where, <laughs> yeah, that's tell, what we're getting tell at. Tell that story. Tell a goddamn yeah, truth. So, tell the truth. You wanted to be in Sultans of Silly. And <laughs> I was supposed to be. You were supposed to be. That's, <laughs> what, that's what, yeah. They screwed you over. By, uh, so, yeah, I won, won the drawing. You win everything. I win. <laughs> it's at, that's a that's a family trait to uh, lose and win. To <laughs> uh, a little bit of both for for like online competitions, a little bit more in the winning category because my my mom has won a ton of like radio competitions. Whoa, seriously, Whoa, that's awesome. She got to name the St. Paul Saints pig one year. Whoa, that's awesome. Wait for it, Garrison Squealer. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, yeah, it's that's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Name. Um, Way to go, Bennett's mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. points. All right, keep going. Yes. Keep going. Uh, Got it. Yeah, and so I was supposed. I was drawn. It was. It was me. Some guy, Cody Nelson. Some guy, Matt McLeod. I had yeah. never heard those names before. Right. And I no, was, nobody has. Yeah. I, this was maybe <laughs> two months into starting improv yeah and don't explain it like it's a deposition <laughs> you're not under you were giving him a lot of direction this here. feels uh, like a deposition I at this know, point he's, not, uh, he's naming names he's naming names yeah. garrison squealer uh your mom. and i'm so excited about and that. uh yeah so i was walking around telling people like uh, these guys matt mcleod and cody nelson people were like what that's gonna be awesome and so I was really excited, and I thought there was just supposed to be one email out being like, yep, this is our group, we're ready to go. But apparently individuals had to do that. Yes. And I was the only one who didn't email back. I missed <gasps> the, I missed the window what? by about four hours. Yeah. Oh. Denzel got the spot. Yeah. I did. Oh. Success yeah. is about what? Replying to those emails. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so true. Yeah. So here, so uh, Dan Jaquette and Ellen Jaquette run it. Um, they they require that everybody emails them back to accept their spot within a very short period of time. Otherwise, Denzel take your shit. And <laughs> accurate. And, uh, <laughs> and and otherwise, Denzel gets the spot on the team. That's the clause. Uh, so rules. Denzel could have been on like seven teams. Yo, um, so close. He ended up being on ours. So yeah, you were originally the third member, and and we had already we were, we were like knee deep in talks about yeah. what we were going to be doing. Damn. Already. Oh, and then also after they won Trika and oh. run, Cody Cody backed out and. John took over. They didn't yeah. even hit you up. They were like, John, <laughs> you, uh, what are you doing right now? <laughs> well, that was actually a, a kind of a weird situation. I think Denzel and I can talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah. it, it was right before a performance. Yeah. And Cody and I, uh, I could tell that Cody was not happy. And, uh, and so I asked him if he was you know, interested in continuing. And he's like, I really, I really don't think so. And I, I think he'd be okay with us talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And because there's no sort of tension between oh, us. No, it's no, not no. like, and then we threw matches at him yeah, no, and he no, ran no. away. <laughs> no, uh, it, no. And, and I think he, he, at, at the time he was uh, interested in uh, focusing on his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he has a podcast now, I believe and as he, well. He, he just felt so, a little bit overloaded. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so he quit the three of us talked and he, and, and so we asked like, 
do you want to perform tonight? And he's like, ideally, preferably not. And so I think that both of us knew that John G was in the house. And <laughs> literally, um, he was in the house. Uh, not like, you know, I feel like that's like a thing. Yeah, but he house. literally oh, had just walked in. Yeah. And uh, I had just gotten done pushing Bennett out of the way to get into Huge. Yeah. <laughs> I was lying in the gutter. Uh, it, uh, we, we walked up and asked John if he'd fill in. And uh, and then uh, I had to step over uh, Bennett to get to John. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that was yeah, this wasn't Bennett's fault. No, he had, was just laying on the ground after I pushed him. I was there anyway. And right after I asked John, I did lean down to see if Bennett was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's here with us, which means. And then you told him the news okay. that John is going to be joining. <laughs> Just as an outside observer, I just want to say it's been really fun watching Sultans of Silly be reverse gentrified. And I can't wait to see, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see who the black Matt McLeod will be. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited, too. Oh, we, we did actually talk about, other than Blackout, Yeah, we think that we're the only group in Minnesota that is primarily black. <laughs> Isn't that right? Well, yeah. If we have to be. If, we're, if, if there's another... If, if, <laughs> swear to God, there's been a group out there that's uh, mostly black and I don't know about it. Yeah, please. Well, uh, hit us up. Yeah. yeah. No, that is correct. As it stands, yeah. 2016, Denzel and I <laughs> are the majority of all black teams. Thanks, Bennett. No problem. Uh, no problem. Send your emails to the gutter outside of Huge Theater. That's where I take all email. Yeah. And not respond to them. And, and not respond to them. Four hours after you would like me to respond. Yeah. How I'll do, respond with that letter. So you don't feel, let's get into it. Were you like, man, I'm sad. And I'm also a little bit like, fuck. Fuck you, Denzel. You responded quickly, but good for you. But also, it was mm, it was some some mixed emotions because I had just started improv, yeah, so right. it was terrifying to be like, "You're gonna be in front of oh, yeah. all these people, yeah. and yeah. you don't know anything." Right. Uh, so it was a which there's there's some you know benefit to being a a blank slate in improv. Absolutely, you're a gift. But it's also yeah, I'm a gift. It's <laughs> special special star. Really? Are. So it, it was it was it was it was scary. But I wanted to do it anyway because at that time I was just jumping right into it. I was doing improv like five days a week. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's another little lesson I learned from improv is you can't just <laughs> do it all the time no. and forever. Yeah, you right. need some recovery this days. This isn't boxing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just imagine prize fights. They're training every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know how there's a big HBO fight every night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the same fighters just keep yeah, fighting over and over again. <laughs> yep. Every night but Tuesday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's how Huge got its performance model. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, it was going to be a nonprofit box. <laughs> Sunday uh. night, go go. Uh, Sunday, Sunday. Like, you know, we didn't plan. <laughs> So, but I, I, I'm betting that you're kind of itching to get into next year's. Am I, yes. am I right? Yeah. And it starts today. Right so. now. <laughs> Boxing montage begins. Yes. Yeah. Right now. So let, let's, uh, let's, let's get into kind of what you wanted to talk about, which is black people. The yeah. Black plight. What else? Black, <laughs> black stuff. 
<laughs> Which is hijacking podcasts. Yeah, man. I mean, Whoa. no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that was a backhand. I don't know what that was, but it's that kind of true. That was a forehand, that was motherfucker. A forehand. Um, uh, <laughs> violence is rarely the answer. So, uh, no, about uh, what what you, I mean, what different people have gotten out of uh, improv. I know for me, at least, it's a fucking laundry list. So uh, let's you know just round table it up. I yeah. can start because yeah, there's ahead, all tell. eyes on me. Um, improv was that thing that uh, really I found really great pleasure in, especially in school, in college. So I was a theater major, and there is, and as much as I love theater, and I really do, I'm in the middle of a rehearsal process right now, and I absolutely love it it's my life uh it became my work too so uh sometimes you just need to do something else besides work and improv became that thing and i remember starting my freshman year and being like oh i'm not good at this but for some reason i kept doing it and it really became by senior year those were you know a lot of my closest friends were people i had met doing improv so when i moved up to the cities and made that choice because i'm originally from seattle and i was like i guess i'll stay here and i don't have family here at all so i was just like i guess i need to make friends somehow uh so i decided to start taking classes at huge and just start talking to people at huge and so huge has been a place where i've been able to build up my community and so not only has it been sort of that performance element because I direct a lot of plays and sometimes I act, but I don't think I'm the strongest scripted actor. Um, improv is just that thing that really, I when I do it, I feel such a wonderful energy from and the community around it, particularly here in Minneapolis and around Huge, has been some of the warmest and kindest, genuinely kind people. And in the Midwest, sometimes it's hard to find genuinely kind people because everyone has this sort of, oh yeah, I like you. Really yeah, this weird shell yeah. that you're not really sure if it's genuine or not. Yeah, yeah. but there's something that is innately vulnerable about improv that just Mm -hmm. penetrates Mm -hmm. into knowing people. You know, I've Mm -hmm. had some of the most wonderful, honest conversations with improvisers within my year out here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, improv holds that very special place where, like, I... I feel really connected with quite a few people in the community. Oh, your Yay. family. Yeah, yeah. It's it's my it's my family in the Midwest are improvisers. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar situation with finding improv. I'm just just ended a, a gap year after high school and about halfway through that gap year is when I got into improv. What is a gap and, year? Uh, where it's a thing privileged people do oh. to, uh, you know, just like figure stuff out. Oh. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And so I've, that's when I found Huge, and I was in a similar situation of like all my friends were off at college, and I could either hang out with my high schooler coworkers or the other middle-aged coworkers that work there. It was a weird split. And uh, I don't particularly want that to be you know my my friend group from now on so i started those classes and had a similar situation of like meeting oh here are all these people who can just like talk Mm -hmm. to me people uh social situations Mm -hmm. and so that that sort of relieved a lot of the pressure and having an artistic outlet but one thing i love is there's so many amazing like quotes and rules and I'm a person who likes quotes and rules a lot <laughs> uh, so like the, the one that sticks out to me the most is 
like the best way to take care of other people is to take care of yourself first because my tendency is to just like hey what do you need what do you need right now what can i give you and instead of you know just like forgetting about all the all the unattended to problems that i've got going on it's a big life lesson yeah 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 and something that's made can seem really abstract when you're just like oh yeah apply that to your life Mm -hmm. but when you're on stage you physically feel like an an emptiness uh, a vulnerability when you have nothing to hold on to so that Mm -hmm. makes that a lot more tangible tangible Mm -hmm. visceral Yeah. yeah. And I do have to say, one of those people I did connect with in the improv community was Bennett. Who? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember we grabbed coffee once and we had a very open and beautiful conversation. So when the whole Troika thing did happen, it was sort of that, oh no. I mean, I was excited for myself, but uh, yeah, it was it was a little awkward where I was like, oh, but I'll still do it. Um, because once again, you got to take care of yourself sometimes. No. Right. Uh, but I've always held Bennett in the highest regard. So, and, well, and I, I remember having a conversation with Denzel about uh, how you get legitimately more excited for your friends, yeah, than yeah. you do for yourself. Yeah, well, I do too. I feel it. I, yeah. I, I do too. I think. I remember when Philip got on the main stage. Uh, Philip Simondet. Uh, he hasn't spoken Ooh. yet. Uh, <laughs> That's a legitimate uh, question. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't spoken yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, when Philip, trust me, he's here. Uh, yeah, he's he's here. Marco, <laughs> uh, so when when Philip got on uh, comedy sports, comedy sports. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah. I was so happy for him and so proud of him. Me too. Uh, and I don't, I don't even know if I expressed it correctly. I, I know that I said I'm so happy for you like 12 times, but I don't know if it actually came through because yeah. English sucks for. <laughs> oh, sure, uh, sure, sure. For mm-hmm. Like you know, expressing emotion. Yeah, you don't want to end but, up sounding like like a really giddy like someone that's out of character in right. a real moment. You don't want to be like, hey, yay, yeah, I, yeah, like. <laughs> But but like I, I look back at the accomplishments that I've had yeah. and, and I'm like, all those are shit. But Philip getting on uh it's like standing uh, com- Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. uh and, and you know, objectively speaking, I've done some pretty cool things. Uh but yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm more proud of the stuff that he's done. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, for a throwback night, though I was also cast, I immediately texted my current roommate, Philip Schramm, and I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. You totally deserve this, blah, 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 which is one of our favorite dynamics because I compliment him endlessly and he sort of hates it. Yeah. Um, So, and that is our rooming dynamic. I'll be like, hey, you're great. And he'll be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not a question. (laughs) I relate to that. I grew up, uh, my friends were not very positive, like, Improv community is very like yeah. uh, genuine and very like uh, camp. I guess like that's the culture when you go to camp as a kid. It's yeah. very positive. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. So my friends were just like, "Hey, man, you're looking good today." And the response is like, hey, "Fuck you. What are you?" <laughs> you're right. Get out of here. But like, it's been it's been kind of hard to adjust to like really receive like genuine compliments yeah. and that just letting them just lay there and not having to feel like. Are they genuine? Are they not yeah. genuine? It doesn't matter. Like that's what I've taken away from improv is being able to um I don't know, just again take care of myself, but at the same time 
take what I like <laughs> selfishly have my perception on something and uh, that's good enough. You know what I mean? To a degree. Mm-hmm. Like someone says, hey, nice shirt. Nice, nice this. And I can go, great. I don't know what they mean behind that, but I'm going to assume the best and I got to move forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess off stage applies a lot more because it's a real mind fuck when you <laughs> don't grow up with a lot of positivity. Then you yeah, jump into improv. Right. Uh, it's, it's that's the battle. So I, I think that there's a lot of a lot of comedy, a lot of mass consumption comedy is so negative too. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is othering groups. A lot of it is looking at the negative in life. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is like put down humor. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're trying to scar you kind of. Yeah. Or, or relate to the scarring in you and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so like putting the focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that improvisation is so naturally collaborative mm-hmm. that it kind of naturally tends towards the positive in that regard even if the subject matter can go in any direction right but the n- nature of it is is so positive yeah that it doesn't surprise me that the people are right. um and the, and that the people are able to be vulnerable and honest mm-hmm. uh, and genuine which is definitely that's actually probably the thing that most attracted me to it. Yeah. That part scared me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, I don't sincerely believe any of them. Yeah. At, yeah. How could you all be so happy all the time? What's wrong with well, you? Well, and that's not true. I think that most people aren't uh, happy all the but time. The, but yeah. Okay. So how could I, you I, project I, that happiness all the time? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's That's not even crazy. That's like maybe you're like, I don't know, man, some alien shit. What's wrong with you? Like you're possessed. That's how it felt like from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. But then over time I was like, oh, no, that's. But it is real. That's real. And some of them worked hard, you know, to get that attitude. And some of them just that way. Uh, Jen Scott, you know. and She's amazing. Yeah. Yep. She is literally the happiest person, the the most genuinely friendly person. It's almost intimidating. It. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and at first when I met her, I thought it was, I thought it was like Minnesota nice bullshit. Yeah. And that's, you hit it on the head. And, and uh, and I'm like, y- you can't be real. Right. <laughs> She's a hundred percent real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's her, like Jen Scott and, and Jill Bernard. This is Philip Simondet, by the way. This is my hey. <laughs> They are what you, they, they're the nirvana you reach when you fully embrace like yes and in your everyday life yeah like yeah. Just, yeah just going with it you you can and any experience is so much better if you're just like in the moment accepting yeah. it instead of fighting it and just being like okay just like any dumb grocery store trip yeah. can be amazing if you're like oh that right. carrot looks like a penis mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. like whatever. you can find joy in it instead of just being or, it. or if mm-hmm. this computer looks like a penis yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah these microphones they look like a penis yeah. <laughs> like whatever it is like um, you just have that improv mentality yeah. you can just enjoy a thing yeah. well, and, and that's the thing with both Jill and Jen uh, they seem to it's like that constant not constant, but frequent state of discovery mm-hmm. and getting the joy out of discovery yeah. as opposed to, I mean, it's like in an improv scene when you just gloss over a gift that 
someone's giving to you mm-hmm. as opposed to taking it and making it a thing. They're taking it and making it a thing in their daily life all the time mm-hmm. and being excited about those things. Yeah. What about the other idea? They're both incredibly boring people. And, <laughs> <laughs> and tiny mundane things. Yeah. Besides them. <laughs> I just thought maybe. No, I think I yeah, think they're probably gone. right. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably incredibly boring people. <laughs> Dull lives. I think they've gone like improv Super Saiyan in some way. Like they they've reached this sort of other level. Like yeah, that discovery is is constant or is is very yeah very frequent. I think that's also just part of what's necessary to be a good improviser is having that constant stream of fresh ideas. And, yeah. Um, that's something that I learned. <clears throat> later on was that I need to like ingest new media and maybe go to a museum and look at different things that I never would have seen before and challenge myself. Like I developed a game where I would think of, of 10 words to describe one piece and then go to the next. And I couldn't repeat any words and just do that as, as long as I could. And that that was a nice little game I could play with yeah, myself. That's great, get, man! Don't go to college. Yeah. <laughs> no, too, a, late. <laughs> too late. It's too late. That is a great game. Yeah, that helps me fight back the like six R- days a week Rage. doing improv, <laughs> like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Nope, did that voice. Can't do it. Do a different mm-hmm. thing. That definitely helped remedy yeah. that a bit. Yeah, when you're all that you can draw from, you just get bored of it. <laughs> you have to start putting new things in. Only so many things can look like a penis. <laughs> okay, never mind. Take that back. God, I wish that carrot looked like anything but a penis now. <laughs> the carrot? Yeah. <laughs> you guys, it looked exactly like a penis. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just is. Oh, there's a person in this world who has a, a penis carrot, carrot a carrot, carrot penis, penis, for sure. He, you know, he, <laughs> he walks around shopping for groceries, protocile. And he just, you know, it's a trigger. Or <laughs> reproduce aisle. Oh. No? I like was, that. was that uh <laughs> That counts, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Matt McMahon, oh. baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, more than, more than even just like finding a friend group, which I would have had no idea how to do, I didn't discover improv until I was 27, which is late for improvisers. But... I took my first class really as like a big hurdle for just like social anxiety kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I remember like in in college, you, you started every day one, right? Yeah, okay. I took every day. Yeah. I had no intention of B&W. performing. Yeah. It was entirely just take the one class to wow. talk in front of a group of people. Yeah, because like in school, we would like first day of class like you just go around you say your name and like why you're taking this class or something and i would just like have a panic attack the entire time it comes around i would like throw up in my mouth it was like <laughs> so incredibly <sighs> bad i could not do it and then oh, i was such a ham i was like thinking of like whoa we're gonna say this funny uh, that'd be funny it'd be something yeah. funny and obviously not and that's no funny now. it was whoa. scripting like what is the fewest amount of words that I can get this information in so it can go into the next person? Yeah. Just like sweating, informative, fear. but not like a dick. Oh. <laughs> it was like, I'm Just here because me. Pay attention to me for the absolute smallest amount of time yeah. possible, yeah. please. 
uh, improv has been amazing. Yeah. Like when I when I was a kid and the phone would ring, I would run into another room so I didn't have to be the person to answer the oh. phone. And now I have a job where I talk on the phone six hours a day. Like shit, it's been it's changed my life. Yeah, incredibly. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. you two because you're theater majors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Improv was the first theater I ever yeah. did, other than third and fourth grade plays that we wrote ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. That were the strangest. Well, what kind of Hi. Uh, I went to little little plug. Find out what I'm gonna plug. Uh, Friend School of Minnesota. Yeah, I knew St. it. St. Paul. Yeah. yeah. Um, Quakers. Yep, Quakers. I knew it. I knew you had the Quaker vibe. <laughs> yeah, Quaker. Huh? <laughs> Quaker vibes. I just felt like you got me, and we could have a friends meeting and sit in silence. Yeah. Uh, a meeting for worship. Yeah. yeah. Taught taught me how to sit and be bored for <laughs> long <laughs> periods of time mm-hmm. at once. Um, but now you enjoy it, right? What, sitting in silence? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Occasionally. Yeah. It's a real thing. Uh, but this, yeah, improv was the first theater I did other than that, which yeah. was kind of similar of like, well, I'm waiting to say that one thing I do. I said it. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. I'm done. Done. And fade into the background. Huh. So this, yeah, this was an interesting introduction. I don't really have any interest in doing scripted theater because I'm more terrified by the prospect of forgetting my lines. Than hey, I am can I go back? I want to ask, what did yeah. you write? Fourth grade, uh, originally directed <laughs> and written by... So it was the whole Bennett. the whole class worked together to write it one. It is the play that script. Denzel's directing right now. <laughs> <laughs> His class has the pen name of John Patrick Shanley, in case you were wondering. Denzel just keeps getting you. He'll get you in the past <laughs> when you're a kid. I've always been there. Yeah. yeah okay. I didn't okay. send in the script early enough, so Denzel got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. He you're knocked it out here. of the park. You're killing me. It, uh, let me try to remember. Um, it was... Sort of a, a took the formula of of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh-huh. So there was some alternate dimension, and then I just remember so there there were there was a small family of kids, like you know, two or three kids, and they went into this alternate dimension. Forget everything that happened up until my line, which was <laughs> to, it was. A bunch of kids sitting on the stage, and I was in a tutu for some reason. Stop right there. Classic. I love this play. <laughs> yeah. I want this put up somewhere. <laughs> remount, remount, remount by uh, fourth and fifth graders. Jumping no, in I alternate. I want the original cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Where are they now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I stand up, and I throw my tutu, and it's sort of like... Uh, and my bow and my axe, and yeah. I shout my purple ball of poof, and I throw this purple tutu. That that was the that the, was the only casting change is I want Willem Dafoe to play the, your part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unless you can respond in an email right now. <laughs> Willem Dafoe got can't it. Be done. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Can't Man. be done. Damn it. Yeah. That's awesome. For me, I I got into it, like. When I was going through my theater training, uh, the original school I went to kind of like did teach that uh, improv was bullshit. What? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll so, kill them. so I spent years and years thinking improv was stupid. 
fucked up. And that, uh, you know, like, whose line is it anyway? It was pretty funny, but, you know, it looked heavily edited, which, of course, it was. It Wayne was, Brady is not that fast? Uh, he is. But, like, they they record, what, like, three to five hours oh, of really? material for I each episode? I didn't know episode? that. Yeah. Yep, they wow. just change. Change uh, outfits. Now the audience is going, well, anyone could do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, I mean, no, I mean, they're still doing it. It's still amazing. Yeah. Uh, they're just showing the, the highlights. Scenes. Yeah. yeah. We should start doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shit, you're on to something, man. Oh, man. Flash forward to what? Was it 2010? Yep. I am so bad. 2009. 2010? 2009. Because you and I were around yeah, the same yeah, yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I came in. Um, I got in a grant to uh, bring in a, a working artist to work with my students at uh, Humboldt High School. And uh, long story short, they, Denzel. Had, they had done... <laughs> uh, it was going to be Bennett, but he didn't get back Damn to me it. fast enough. Uh, uh, that's me. I'm it sorry. Was a should have brought the call seminar back. <laughs> on the proper use of a tutu. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. So I ended up going with Willem Dafoe. Oh, my. Uh, Classic. You took my stupid callback. I shouldn't have done it, but you guys added to it. And now I don't look like the dummy who no. did that. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. But actually, it was Jen Scott. Um, oh. and, uh, <laughs> and she was incredible. And she um, was the one who kind of pushed me into uh, trying out improvisation. Mm-hmm. And in my experience in the professional uh, theater world, and Denzel, you can probably speak to this a little bit, nobody gives you compliments for no reason, like in the professional world. That's what I always experienced. Y- oh. y- yeah, it's just like I do because I'm an improviser as well, but I definitely get the feeling that like generally I am that person that's just kind of like, oh, like you look great today. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, did not expect that. Well, I- I'm, j- I'm saying in the sense that like, it, it, if if somebody doesn't think you're a great actor, they just won't say anything. Oh, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this person's sucking. Uh, they'll, they'll be polite. Yeah. Um, but they they won't they won't say, "Hey, you should teach a workshop on blah blah blah." If they don't actually think that. Right. Uh, so they're damn. They're very honest. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always experienced. And so when Jen said refreshing there's a performance track tryout uh, coming up you should really try this uh, oh. I took that as not only a compliment but also that I really should try this mm-hmm. so I did uh, and I was in class with Philip uh, but what was really interesting about this was at the time uh, I was having um, symptoms of like a neurological disorder what? Uh, yeah, it was really fucked up. Uh, like there was, I was going through testing for like brain tumor, Parkinson's, Huntington's, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Damn, I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. I mean, it sucked at the time a lot. Yeah. But after about three months, I noticed that my symptoms had just kind of, I, I couldn't remember the last time I had them. Oh. And uh, so I went to my neurologist and I was like, you know, symptoms have kind of gone away. He's like, have you changed anything in your life? I'm like, I started mm. taking an improv class. No, not that. And, <laughs> and he's like, uh, do you have any other creative outlets? I'm like, no. He's like, have you in a while? He's, I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm shortening this. But, um, <laughs> oh. and, and, and he's like, uh, well, it could have just been stress. And yes. long story short, uh, I do tell people that improv... <laughs> Cured my neurological disorder. Yeah, if not improv, Jen Scott 
killed yeah. your motherfucking ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. She saved you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I was going to ask Bennett if you wanted to hear my story because I didn't. Yeah. This is your podcast. You could also, yeah. which would be hilarious if you. Nah. <laughs> next topic, please. <laughs> oh my god. My heart would be warm. No, I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I can't put you. Okay. In okay. The gutter like I. Right. I lived for so many. Oh, well, let's here. If you want to know, if you're gonna twist my arm. Uh, honest to God, truth. Uh, I was doing stand up for. That was just my thing. My mom's got schizophrenia, so she lost her apartment and. I didn't expect her to move in with me, but she had to live with me. And she ended up living with me for three years. In that time, I lost my job. Because uh, when you're taking care of somebody who's schizophrenic, yeah, you, you, reality and being practical with everything yeah. is out the door. Um, but I got a job at Dudley Riggs. I'm going to call it Dudley, Brave New Workshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. And uh, I was at the Uptown Diner, and I was eating... Uh, with a friend they were like you do need a job I was like I need a job and I was like I know how to do comedy but just stand up and then I looked across the street and I was like oh that's a comedy place I, I can just work there at the bar and then uh, I worked front of house and bar and uh, Lauren Anderson was like hey dude you should take free classes and I was like that's cute I do stand up <laughs> like a typical you know yeah, stand up yeah, person because there's a, a, it's just, a little bit of a divide yeah yeah I mean yeah, in the culture, yes. Yeah. Uh, but in my head, I was just like, well, I don't got time. I have a schizophrenic mom. I'm trying to do stand-up. Uh, I don't see how this is going to apply to my life. Um, right. I'm on the edge every day, but I'm still walking around. Um, so then I said yes, because, you know, everybody. So I went. I, I missed like two rounds. Uh, by the way, I was supposed to just work for two months, and that was going to be like my part-time income. Luckily, I like, kept on by accident. Uh what do you mean by accident? No. I think, I don't know, man, personnel change, management. And I think the guy was intending to let me go. But I, I'm going to say I was very charming. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I thought I fired him already, but he's still there. Oh, anyways. Who's <laughs> gonna look like? um, so that that first class, who was my teacher? Jen Scott. Uh. Yeah. So everyday level one made you made me feel like, oh, life isn't over. I got a new lease on it and um she can make you feel like that yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so things just took off from there i mean there's more stuff in there but that's the general outline my mom's still alive she's doing great she's got her own apartment she's going back uh back and forth visiting friends family she is she managing it pretty well oh, the best in my whole life like i've known her my whole life to have some sort of schizophrenia some degree uh-huh. of it yeah this is the best so now wow. because i have the yes and mentality i can develop a, a relationship with a woman who i just only knew one way now yeah. i'm growing and learning and understanding uh you know who she's always been but no, i didn't know that person that's awesome so. dude. i yeah if we're if we're talking about moms i did similar not similar parallel situation my mom has parkinson's mm-hmm. and so i've known her my entire life to have parkinson's and i've been taking care of her mm-hmm. um to increasing magnitude ever since and um wow. so yeah it's I, hard. that's that's part of the reason that um taking care of yourself is the best that's way to the, take care of others i thing. said i had to literally tell myself and this if i say it out loud it sounds ridiculous but i had to get to the attitude of like fuck whatever she needs right now i gotta do me it sounds weird to say because it's your, like it's your mom you know mom is mom but it has to be that way it has to 
Otherwise, yeah. it's like the air on a on a plane. Like mm-hmm. you have to get that mask on yourself before you can help anybody else. Because yeah. it's no good if you wear yourself in the ground. True. Oh, and what a relief to walk around feeling like I can just worry about me. And therefore, yes. you can. And then, yeah. And then, yeah. if she's lucky, if I got some extra, <laughs> <laughs> I might take her out for lunch. Mom. <laughs> That's amazing, though. Like, having a heavy. Yeah. yeah. We can get through it. Well, speaking of somebody who has a hard time getting through anything. Who? Now's the time of the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Sevendet for a brand new segment that we call... Phillips Corner! Phillips Corner! Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Phillips Corner. This is a brand new segment. We're going to try it out today because this is a special episode. Do you want that? I want the brand new segment. Oh, good. Uh, Here's what we'll do. We'll, one at a time, I'll stare into your souls and extract a question that you'll answer so well, it'll make me seem brilliant. Okay. Let's start over here. All right. John? John. Ooh, what's the lowest you can speak? Baby, I lost my keys. Baby, baby. Red, red, wine, you're so <laughs> Red, red, wine, you're so Yeah, that's it. That's man. pretty low. That's it. <laughs> and the highest? Lincoln was our president. <laughs> Lincoln. Okay, I noticed that both of those you're singing. Yeah, I, I'm not going to do a talking. I no. can't. It's it, got to be harder, it's, right? It's, it's, yeah. Hey, David Ruffin. That's my name. As, as low as I can go. Just a spoon. That's as high as I can go. <laughs> Just <sighs> a spoon. And it physically hurts. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, sorry. That's, no, that's a good question. <laughs> Got exercise. <laughs> sorry. Next. <laughs> Denzel. Yes. What's something that you continue to do even though it's it's hurtful for you in the long run, either physically or like just like not a good idea? Oh, snatching opportunities from Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find it both beneficial and detrimental to life. Uh, I book myself pretty efficiently, but I also book myself sort of minute by minute. Mm. So last minute changes are really stressful for me. So I have absolutely no chill for, and I feel really bad when I have to give someone a 24 hour notice of a change. Uh, But if someone's like, hey, I'm going to be like two hours late to something. I'm like, well, it's over. I have somewhere to be at that time. And I get a lot of things done. And it used to be really bad when I didn't take care of my calendar and I would just have a lot of things going on. And surprisingly, as busy as I am now, I would say in like my first two years of college, I was I was busy to the point of one time I was working in a costume shop and they were like, oh, you look sick. You should go home. And I was like, uh, maybe I'll just get some water. And I stepped out to get some water and I collapsed. Oh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like... Like looking at anything that was lit hurt um, for some time. Uh, so I I used to just push myself to a literal breaking point. I'm the um, same way. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. It's this mentality that has really succeeded for me in general. That I think I just went too ham on in college, where 
I don't know. It's that thing. It's the, one of the reasons why I still watch Scandal is because I'm jumping all over the place, but I swear I will bring it back together. Is because um, Olivia Pope, played by Carrie Washington, who's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Um, her, she has this dad who's like a big evil guy, and she does good? Question mark. Anyways, there's this moment where. He's telling her, um, what did we always say? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I have to work twice as hard to get half the credit. Um, and being a low-income black student at a private school on a full scholarship, I felt the need to always prove myself above and beyond just to be taken any sort of form seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I went to college, and mm-hmm. my mom didn't go to college, um, I felt this real need to do everything and more and especially me choosing to do theater she mm. was like well that's not gonna be economically viable mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like oh, yeah but it's the thing that makes me happy and she's like i want you to be happy but i was like well if i'm gonna do this i need to do everything i need to mm-hmm. do everything super well mm-hmm. and then everything wasn't doing super well because i was trying to do everything and more and by senior year i think i got into a really big groove in it and now I realize that drive when applied in a sensible form. Uh, Owning it. Yeah, it yeah. really happens. And like, you know, like, and I don't, like I said, I don't like to take credit for myself a lot. But, Do it. Do but it. in this past year in the cities, I've killed it. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's been. Denzel. <laughs> it's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. I did, you know, five or six weeks on the main stage of the Brave New Workshop yeah. based mm-hmm. on recommendation from Corey LaQuest's poem Bam. when he had to leave the show. Yes. It wasn't that they held a second round of auditions. He threw my name into the ring, which was probably one of the best feelings I've ever had. Um, yeah. And to play with those people and to do that. And so, like, I'm like, yeah, the hard work does pay off, but also, you know, getting around seven hours of sleep does help in that process. Um, and just having downtime. And I think having like uh, me moving in May and having a roommate who's really comfortable with being sort of low-key, mm-hmm. uh, one Mr. Philip Schramm, because my outside personality is very bubbly and outgoing. My inside personality is so not that. Mm-hmm. Um, our conversations are like me chilling, awkwardly complimenting him because I know it makes him feel awkward, and we go into a dark sense of humor, and we play video games together. It's awesome. It's mm-hmm. sedentary. We, sometimes we don't talk, and we just coexist, and it's Freaking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing what my downtime is and taking care of myself more and more. And, Can I just yeah. jump, Like, that is amazing. You have had a great year. And, Bennett, you're amazing. Um, talking about, like, living life and, like, that's how you become, like, I think a decent person. Sometimes you got to just go yeah. through stuff. Yes. Uh, I got an improv later. Um, and I worry sometimes, folks, right out of high school, like you're saying, like, I. Right out of high school, what am I going to do? My other friends are at college, and you're right out of college. To me, that seems like really young. I get worried that we'll have the whole community have another uh, flock of young kids with this entitled, naive, you know, kind of attitude and mindset. But it's I've noticed it's been the opposite when I go, you know, beyond the surface. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you actually get to know the people. Yeah, when I give them the benefit of the doubt, and I get to know the majority. I would say have pretty good head on their shoulders. It's an extremely not funny. (laughs) (laughs) They're not at all funny. But it's a it's a very wait a minute. Don't speak for your generation. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. It's a very American mentality of like, well, I'm just gonna fucking work until I literally collapse. And I know a lot of a lot of people my age who are like, I got it. 
do that. That's the only way I'm ever going to be able to pay off all these student loans, sure. debt, whatever. So yeah, and I've talked to like my therapist about, well, I've gotten to a point where I'm, you know, my mind is reeling. I'm trying to go to sleep and mm. this thought keeps reoccurring yeah. of like, I can't do enough. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. not... It's not possible. Yeah. Um, Probably a black that, in you. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter black. He's not around. Yeah. Ancestry.com. Yeah. Going to plug just everything. Uh, ben, it's daddy's yeah. black. <laughs> I find myself moving towards that work ethic, but it's also like you got to make room for yourself. Yourself. And yeah. making sure you don't, you know, fall apart. And I'm at a point where I'm going to school full-time and working nearly full-time and coaching an ultimate frisbee washburn ultimate frisbee team um, washburn brewers washburn wolfpack oh uh, not yeah. a minneapolis team uh whoever is in minneapolis they got excited about washburn. <laughs> whatever are they the brewers and washburn millers millers, millers. 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 okay yeah brewers, the, it's millers. a super yeah. intimidating yeah. uh logo of a guy holding up a rolling pin <laughs> yeah it's great uh well, yeah, I'm at a point where I'm a little bit worried that I'm just gonna like implode yeah. of doing too many things, but I want to try to do all. And, and, and you know what's funny that. about that is like both you and Denzel saying that is you, you guys are the exact opposite of the of the stereotype of millennials. Yeah, which is it's kind of fucked up that that is the stereotype when when you're talking like you said that. It's the American mentality of working yourself to until success. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, the baby boomers or the greatest generation or whoever uh, would hang on, like hang their hats on and say, but the generations after us don't believe in that. And here's a, how old are you? 19. 19. 19 year old young man. Yeah. What a therapist. Uh, a young man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, living life. Yeah. I mean, so fuck all that noise or like are, are improv you, helped yeah. or improv helped. And, who knows? Uh, Definitely. Who knows what's going on bit. outside our community. Sorry. We're in Phillips corner. Jesus. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> we're still, we're still. Oh, oh So to answer your question, um, Bennett's some, podcast <laughs> is on fire. <laughs> Sometimes I work too hard. Okay. Oh, cool. great. Miss America. Yeah, that's great. Oh, d- don't ever answer the, that as your uh, like what's uh, like in the oh, job interview no what's your biggest flaw I work too hard Miss America Miss America no I usually spin a nice way if I don't deal well with bullshit because uh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I expect people to just to present their most qualified self and sometimes that doesn't happen and I'm that like what are you doing with your life was that, <laughs> was that the greatest Phillips Corner is it over? it's not over time? yet <laughs> that's a that, yeah that, we have uh, one more Corner. It was a it was a uh, lot of information. It was like a so Will Roberts answer. <laughs> Will Roberts answer. <laughs> <laughs> that man's so great. Bennett, yes. Philip, buyer's remorse. What is a thing other than this podcast where you've had legitimate buyer's <laughs> remorse? <laughs> There's so many things. Pick one. Bad at, uh, <laughs> I didn't buy it, but I pestered my dad into buying me a bike only to try using his bike and realized his bike was way better and so I just sort of annexed that bike his bike 
Would so he there's have gotten just you a, a bike more like his, and you wanted the specific type of bike that turned out to be shit? Is that? Yeah, what happened? What happened? I I took his bike. You stole your dad's after bike after he. he Bought you one. Actually, built me one. Oh, oh yeah, from you spare parts. Ungrateful. Oh. So I'm not. I'm that's not such a, a millennial thing. Yeah, to that's, do. That's, that's such a Quaker millennial. Yeah. He built you a bike. I'm checking. Yeah. I'm checking the millennial bare. boxes yeah. as we go. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with that realization, it has been Philip's Corner. Love it. All right, you guys ready to do some improv? Yeah. We open on a, a cabin out in the middle of uh, the woods. It's on a lake. We see it's particularly posh. It's one of those new cabins that sort of make the old cabins look way too old, even though they're not as old. If you didn't know better, it actually looks like the like overhangs on the on the cabin are tilted up, sort of like an upturned nose. Nature. Mm. It is good to get away sometimes. Indeed. Back to the roots. Yes. Oh, look at that. Mm. Look at that. The birdhouse is working. It's bringing a bird over. Mm. Shoot it. She'll take a... Oop, that trigger's much more sensitive than I previously thought. Well, that's all right. Dad, I'm here too. Fuck. Uh, Howard. Hi, Rich. Mm. Howard, I thought I'd put you away. Hi, Rich. Hi, Dad. Hi, Howard. Uh, Hi, Howard. Hello, Howard. I got out. Okay. We are, we are, please, please Can put us up. Can we shoot him? Can we shoot him? I believe we are at our, his wards. Laws still exist out here, right? Okay. <sighs> Don't shoot him. When dinner? Eleven. Eleven? Eleven? That's so late, I'm hungry. Eating at eleven PM? We must postpone his meals for every time he breaks out. Oh. I've been locked away for a long time, Dad. Lights. Look, Howard, I I know I don't have, this is not my place to say, but uh you seem pretty millennially, pretty like not gonna work for your for your food, just Expecting things of your hardworking father. That's why my hands are stretched out right now. I'm waiting for handouts. Howard, Howard, you know how you can get out of your cage. Ride the bike I made you. Howard, what? What kind of beast did you bring? Howard, I I I brought, I brought a I brought a dog monkey. A dog monkey. A dog monkey, Howard. <laughs> Uh, we open on a uh, dungeon. There's a real-life dragon with a, uh, a hat, and he's happy in the corner. Yes, the dragon has a monocle. It's, uh, it's a birthday hat, and in one of the dragon's very short arms, it is uh, carrying a box of noisemakers. Hey, happy birthday, Rexy. Uh, Rexy. Oh, come on, Rexy. Yo, Rexy. Oh, come on. Well, you said it. It's your 4,383rd birthday. It's just another birthday. 
Oh, nah, because I get you a gift. Here it is. Uh, Hi. Right, right there. Hi. Yeah, look got, at it. You got me a gnome. Hi. I'm 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 Steve. I I have been abducted. Hey, gnome for rent. We see that the gnome is wearing a business suit, uh, a very nice tie, and a monocle. I have to say, um, this is not where I put in my destination for this Uber. So um, you will be getting one star. Rexy, how about Uber. that? I got you. I got you a gnome that's mad at its Uber driver. You, huh? You me, Come on. You brought me a rather upset gnome. Oh uh, yeah. On my birthday. That's that's two things that don't exist. Come on. I brought it to you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm right here. I'm, I'm pretty right. much existing right now. Well, I apologize. I apologize. refer to the gnome as it. Oh, well, it's very true. Disrespectful. That yeah. is another good point. I will yeah. add that to the list. You know what I mean? You're calling me in. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Mr. Dragonfriend. Yeah. Mr. Dragonfriend, I noticed you Rexy. also... Rexy. 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 birthday. Mr. Rexy, I noticed Rexy. that you also have a monocle. <gasps> Yeah, you do. I yeah, you really do. appreciate your cut of monocle. And if I may ask, where did you get it? Where'd you oh, get it? Got the crate and barrel. No, okay, and but, barrel. but like who bought it for you? And barrel. You did. Oh, well, I mean. You did. I don't know. It's just it was your birthday. That's what you do. Well, I do appreciate it. Yeah. This well, is I my favorite monocle. If, if I may ask, even though you're spotting such a stylish monocle and such a whimsical hat, you seem rather upset. I am. Why? Hey, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just inquisitive. It's the nature of my job. I do business. I've had so many, very many birthdays. Oh. They just begin to get old. Oh. Party. Party <laughs> I, I, heads. I get it. He's becoming old, and the birthdays get old. That is quite a clever Listen, joke. Listen, everyone. This is a birthday party. All right? Let's just twirl around the noisemakers. And uh, walk around in the cave with no purpose, but positive. <laughs> Suppose I could do that. <gasps> I notice there's only three beings here. Do you not have other friends, Mr. Rexy? I do not. Hey, I, hey, oh, don't say that. I don't leave, oh. I don't leave the dungeon often. What? Oh. what are you I used to, back in my early days, I used to go out. Tell us about the early days. I used okay. to wander the mountains. <laughs> Uh, we open up on Hennepin Ave, uh, on 26th and Hennepin. Uh, is a Chipotle, and uh, it is open for business. It's nighttime. It smells like tequila. There is a very long line. <laughs> You're going to get a bowl or a burrito? Uh, I was thinking about getting one of each. Next. Come on. Uh, I always get a burrito. I like to get one of each thing. I know that it's the same ingredients, but I like it better as a burrito. Who's next? Really? Um, See, tacos. Um, I like. Um, um, I like to have my variety choice. What does that mean? I I like to have my variety choice, which means that. Uh, I like to have tacos in front of me. I like to have a quesadilla in front of me. <gasps> they do quesadillas like, here. I guys, like guys, did you hear they do quesadillas here? Take, no, take, <gasps> no, blog about it. Blog about it everywhere. I, I like to have a burrito in front of me. I like to have a bowl in front of me. Who's next? I, I like to have tacos in front of me. Mm. I think I said that already. Me, I just like a burrito. I like it all wrapped up in a burrito. That's cool. You ever pay for the guac? 
I do. Really? On every single one that I get. $1.95, is that really worth it? So worth it. Do you know that the guac is, um, it's like good fat? It's like good fat. Hmm. Who's next? Oh, sorry, that's us, actually. Hi. 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 Did you, what did you want? Carl? Yeah. Hey. Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, man. Hey, you hey. work here now. Huh? Yeah. 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 Wow, it's good to see. I, I can't really talk. I gotta, I gotta you know, keep working. No. Carl, what's been going on? Well, I, I, it's a, a lot to explain. We can, we can, why don't we catch up? I, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's you, a great idea. Yeah. Let me take your, what are you doing How's right now? Mom? Well, right now I'm at work and uh, I gotta, you know, get the man what he wants. Oh, sure, so, sure. sure. No, that uh, did you want a burrito man, that or a taco? rough. Is yeah. this a good place to work, Carl? Yeah, or is it like stressful for you? How's 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 your life? <laughs> you guys, I gotta work. <laughs> right oh, now is the yeah, time to work. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, yeah. why? I'll get a bar, I'll get a burrito. Great, man. You're, you're cool. Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, okay. Whiter. White rice or white rice That's or brown rice? Funny. Or? That's funny that you work here. I would have yeah. never expected I'm sorry? that. I, I never, never would have thought you'd work here. What, what's that? No, no. Because uh, you like it. You like the food here so much. I, is that why you get a discount? Brown rice or white rice? Brown rice or white rice? So you can eat all the food all the time? Is I that what you do? gets a discount okay. for sure. I bet he gets a five-finger discount. Smoke starts to fill the air. The Chipotle has been set on fire. I told you. Don't fuck with me. Oh, wow. Carl. Carl. Wow, this job must be very stressful. You should, you yeah, guys. You should quit, probably. Yeah. Uptown assholes. You know, it, it. you always say, don't shit where you eat. You fucking assholes. Smoke fills the entire room. Wow, did you start smoking, Carl? Are you fucking imbecile? Can I just, are you vaping? <laughs> okay. Is this a vape? Can, can I get a quesadilla? You? Yeah, you can. Make it yourself. What? I don't work here. Yeah, you work here, Carl. Yeah. Well, you work here. Not anymore. I'm burning the place down as we speak. The sneeze guard is now on fire. And now I have nowhere to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> we open on uh, the, the uh, copy room of, a, of an office. It's Sally's 70th birthday, or so says the banner. We see there's a large uh, black smudge on the carpet. So I wanted to take today, Shelly's 70th birthday, as the opportunity to teach everybody how to use this copier. Yeah. Oh, that's that's exactly what I wanted on my 70th birthday. How did you know? (laughs) Well, I'm only going to take a minute of everybody's time. I'm sorry to hijack your... Uh, time here, Sally. Oh, it's okay. I just have so many days left on this earth, you know. Oh, I'm picking up on your sarcasm. What? God. That's just the way I speak. Zing. I grew up in Northfield, Minnesota. Bam! That's a twofer. I'm just really tired of everybody paper jamming the Xerox machine. <laughs> For all you millennials out there, that's the copier. Ooh, swing and a miss. All right, so... Everybody, first thing, does anybody have any questions about how to use the copy machine? Oh, Jesus I'm good. Christ. No, I'm good. They were good. I'm good. So Can you have a out? touch screen? Okay. Does it have okay. a touch screen? Yeah, it has a touch screen. It's oh, right on fuck. the top here. Trevor, and you don't need to ask the questions. And, and it, well, I want to know. You just know, input keep going. what you want. For the type of copy you're making. All right, you don't can get cake can. until he's done with this stupid right. thing. I want to know how to use the copier. Guys, I need to copy okay. Sally's got this. 
I've got this. Distract him while I go get the cake. I might be 70, but I'm still like a feline. Quick and quiet. Hey, this- question. What does DOS mean? DOS? It, uh, I don't know. It, it, it isn't, it's an outdated system. Is DOS the one that goes... Yeah. Or is it like... <laughs> it, it, it's... Digital operating system. That's so fascinating. Oh, interesting. <laughs> now back to the touchscreen. Does the touchscreen yeah. uh, does it have the haptic feedback when you touch it and the the, the yeah. it vibrates? Or is it the haptic feedback? No, does the, it look like a carrot? Does it look like a none of the pin? above? It's a simple touchscreen that you just input the number of copies that you want and whether no. it's double sided or not. Oh. Sally, I see you back what? there. I'm throwing a knife directly at you unless you move right now. Ping. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. Ping. 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 Sally did, catches did it with her teeth. Did you just eat the knife? Yes. I love the taste of metal and revenge. Cake for everyone. Here's a handful for you. Mutiny. A handful for you. A handful for you. <sighs> Thank you for doing all of that, Sally. Especially with your indoor voice. Of course. That was very polite of you. I might be a ninja, you but are. I'm at least respectful in this company. That, you've always said that from day one. I need to work on it. And you've inspired me. See, here's the thing, though. You guys might have won today, mm-hmm. but I'm going to fire all of you tomorrow. I'm also worried you keep knives on you at all times. This is upsetting. Yeah. Oh. That sounds like a lawsuit to me. Yeah. yeah. Unless. We're going to sue you. Going to buy so much cake. We get a. Uh, a raise and, and we more. don't lose our job and I want more cake damn it you have me over a barrel <laughs> I'm gonna take one of these knives and don't no. do that no. cut the cake oh. <laughs> <laughs> we open up, we open up on a bakery we see a, a champagne flute sitting out even though it's business hours mm. I'm just saying what? I'm having a really hard time making it through today. And no way. Why? 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 Um, it, it's, let's just say that I think that, I think that my cat is sick at home. <gasps> Not Snuffleupagus. Oh yeah. my God, Michelle. Snuffleupagus. I, I think that she's, I think that she's under the weather and I had to oh, fucking no. come to work today. In, oh instead of having instead of being able to take her to the vet, uh, because my ball buster boss oh my God. has no sensitivity towards animals. Oh my god! What? What? The what fuck do you, do you need? Want? You're right here. Uh, just uh, service. I'm just here to order a cake. Okay. Special, what? Special cake. What kind of cake? Uh, well, just vanilla is fine. With figures. Oh yeah. Figures. Typical yeah. man been, wanting yeah. a vanilla cake. I mean, vanilla cake. You know what? Can you wait for just a minute? We're we're yeah. having a moment. Okay, we're doing not, a thing. That's not. I mean, what's special is going to be. Does Snuffleupagus have that thing yeah. where he like sneezes a lot? Sneezing, yeah. oh coughing, God. and you know what? It was so cute last night. Snuffleupagus, when she sneezed, she farted. Oh my God, <laughs> Michelle, that's oh my so cute. God, Michelle, I know. We'll and probably have a vanilla cake like ready. Okay, we need to explain how a cake works. Okay, Mr. Man. Oh, are, are, are you a baker? Did you did, yeah. you, did you go to patisserie school? Yeah. No. Did, you? Did, you? did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? No. Why not? No. Why not? Why? Huh? 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 Do, do huh? I come no, into I took your a place gap of business? Year and I found improv and I didn't come back. Oh, oh. So we got Gross. a funny guy on our hands. Gross. A gap year? Yeah. Honey, I just don't understand. 
I, I just wanted a vanilla cake. I know. That's it. I, I tried. No, no. I wanted a special cake for you. That is bullshit. That's not trying. Vanilla cake. I tried. Is literally. Hey, what is it that you wanted? Vanilla cake. Oh, sure, honey. Here you go. Oh, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. Anytime. You just come in and we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Thank you. By, mm-hmm. by the way, my cat is sick at home. What? Yeah, I know. Oh. It's so terrible. So she sad. sneezed and farted once. Yeah. Did you, oh. Honey, did you get the cake? Oh, oh. I swear to God. Cake? I swear to God. First, first off, yeah, I got the cake. And stop okay. yelling in here. I'm yeah. not yelling. I just oh my god! Yes, turning down a few decibels. Why don't you? Why are you being such an insensitive prick? You, know, you need just, to leave. Okay, we had to take two trips to the bakery to get the cake, and now we're running late for the party. Inside just, voice. Oh my god! Please. It's typical man penetrating into our conversation. I mean, I'm sure I'll get over it, but you're just gonna have to ride in the back seat for I don't, I don't know, maybe a month. Two months. A month? Yeah. Well, sit back here for a month. Yeah. We see he's sitting in a car seat. Because I don't feel safe. Facing back. Or I don't feel like you get me. When I am not safe, I need vanilla cake. Right? And you're not going to get it. Honey, I tried to get it. You saw. Hmm. Hands on the seatbelt. Crossed. There we go. Lefty over righty. You have a problem with the way I cross my arms? Yeah. Well, I've been. Sweetie. We've been together for 10 years. This is the first you've mentioned it. I'm sorry. I'm a righty-toppy guy. I know, I know. And I accept that about you. A lot of studies have shown that it really isn't a big deal. No, it is a big deal because I wear my watch on my right hand incorrectly. Mm -hmm. But when I put my right hand under it, that means that I'm squishing it. Okay? And so I always always put the right on top so that it has free range. It doesn't get pinched. I know. He was trying to equivocate the righty-toppy argument. Mm -hmm. That is some Mm -hmm. bullshit. Oh, my God. As if, if, first off, I don't get it. Okay? Yeah, what is he trying to explain that to you? Like, you don't read? Yeah. Just enough. So, yeah, he's riding in the trailer hitch now. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I don't get why you stay with him. I don't get it either. You know what? We have a job opening it's here at the bakery. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, when I turned to baking, mm-hmm. it just made me really appreciate and empower myself. And I realized mm-hmm. I can hold out for a better man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, being that, you know, I love him. Um, well, I'll just... Oh, and that's what love is. Yeah, it's sacrifice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You Uh, sacrifice because you you believe in their their better self. Yeah. Ding 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 ding, babe. Did you get whatever we came back to the bakery for? You get in the car. Where's the knives? Give me a knife. I got you. Ah, God, feels so good. I just feel like. Just empowering, uh, right? Yeah, like a shot yeah. of euphoria, Look, empowering. His hands fell over my body. Toppy. Oh, Next up, 
And that's our show. Thank you to Bennett Christensen for donating his money to Huge Theater to support Huge Theater, a nonprofit organization, and purchasing a episode of Next at Bat. And thank you to John Gerbertatios and Denzel Bielen for also being a part of this. Huge Theater is having another support day on Give to the Max Day. November 17th. November 17th called Improvathon, where it's going to be 28 straight hours of improv. Uh, so look that up on hugetheater.com and find out ways that you can either participate or support Huge Theater uh, for that day. Philip, what's going on in your world? November 7th is the next local music scene presents at Bradley Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the musician will be Jake Jones. Mm-hmm. This is actually our first repeat. And since we last saw them, they put out an album and had been really, uh, really doing a lot of big shows in town. So. That's awesome. And as always, people can check out Philip Simondet's on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Philip Simondet. Right. Uh, for funny videos and not so funny videos. Sure. Yeah, yeah. well said. Sure. Um, How about you, Matt? What are you up to? Um, not a lot. I'm actually taking a little bit of a break right now, uh, but I'll be back at it pretty soon. Philip, how can people get a hold of us? You can send us an email at nextatbatpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on facebook.com slash nextatbat. Check us and other amazing podcasts out on noisepicture.com. Or you can go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, rate and review it. And let us know what you think. So tune in next week when we're going to have the producers and a couple of actors from Melee à Toi on uh, a uh, Bryant Lake Bowl show. But until then, you guys should all think about what improv has done for you. Bye.